0: Thought Bubble Audio.
1: Hello and welcome back to Supergirl TV Talk, the podcast where we talk to you about the CW's hit show, Supergirl. My name is Frank and joining me as he does every week is my good friend and co-host, Tim.
0: Hello, Frank. It is me, your good friend and co-host Tim. How are you? Hi,
1: it's I am great because you're here. You know, it's just it's good to it's good to have you here as Thank always. You. Thank you. How have you been? Oh, well, fine. It's been
0: it's been a week, Frank. Um, but we're back talking about Supergirl as we always do. And so let's uh, let's dive right into it. I got you this mailbag if you want it.
1: Oh, please do. Yes. Oh, I just, let me just open that up for you. <laughs> Here you go. I got to use letters. Oh, thank you. Gosh, it's it's just so much easier when you do that for me. I really appreciate mm-hmm. it. First, first up from Rachel. So, did Lena know that Brainy had personality inhibitors before he mentioned it, or is this another thing that she wasn't told about? I think she knew. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that was uh, a secret at this point. Um, so, I think she knew that, and I think that that is something that she's been she's been sort of helping him work through um, together, right?
0: Heather, there are always things that I, I just kind of always lean to. If I can't remember them explicitly stating it on the show, sometimes I will go with it was said off camera because, yep. as I've said many times, we do not watch them every hour of every day. And they're only in, it's not like we see their only time they interact. So um, I just think that um, I just think that. Sure she doesn't matter. She knew.
1: Sure, right, yeah. You know. We don't see them in the restroom, right? Like we don't see them every second of the day. So there's Correct. there's stuff we don't see. Correct. Right. This that is makes not sense. the Truman Show, right? Um, style, right. Uh, uh,
0: though. I can't I honestly can't remember if it was brought up with her at all. I really don't. I think it was one of those things where, like, eh, someone told her
1: sometime. I mean, if we're not seeing Kelly finding out about Supergirl, then then you know, everything else is there just safe safe to assume that it happened off camera. If you're not sure, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: Much like some things in this episode. Much
1: Frank. like some things in this episode. Yes. And we, we will get to that. Uh, Rachel goes on to say, also, fun fact, the actress who plays Nixley, and that's Peta Sargent is her name, um, uh, was on the show Once Upon a Time in Wonderland alongside alongside Peter Gadiot, who played Mixes Spitalik the first time around in season two. So that's a fun connection that both of our fifth dimensional people here were, were both on the both actors were on the same show. That is a fun connection. That's like a Six Degrees of Mixes Pitalic. Yeah, that's right. Six Degrees of Mrs. Pitalic. I like that. <laughs> that's fun. So thank you, Rachel, for that. And then listener Girl Project writes in to say, as a comic book lover and film worker, this episode did great at solidifying relationships. Every pair was enjoyable to watch as all dynamics were entertaining. I was on the edge of my seat the whole episode. The action, the drama, I adored this episode and commend it for its ability to keep comic book style action and its ability to capture the feelings of characters. Overall, this episode was worthy of the Supergirl name. Yeah, I do. I do really appreciate the focus on character moments. We talked. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I think uh, when we did our review for episode two, we said you know it would be. We would love to see more of those kinds of character moments. Maybe, maybe it was even the, the, the premiere episode, but we've definitely been getting a lot more of that this season. Um, and I think in large part because of the fact that melissa was was off off offset during her um parental leave rather and that she um they had to do some creative writing around that and it gave them opportunity to have some of the characters interact i think last week was a great example of it with like having each of the characters um you know in 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 sort of the 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 way they were they were paired off and such i i just think it was it's a it's a, lot of, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to be, to be seeing uh, these characters get to have these moments. And I'm glad that our listeners are enjoying it, too. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you to everyone who writes to us at mail at supergirltvtalk.com. And also thanks to everyone who supports us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Audio. That is what makes it possible for us to keep doing this show every week it's because of because of you because of your support and your generosity that we were able to pay the bills to do these podcasts thank you so much for supporting the thoughtful audio network and supergirl tv talk in particular with your donations at patreon tim please tell me the vital stats for for this episode season six the final
0: season of supergirl episode four counting down that means we have less than 20 episodes left of supergirl should i should i make it sadder (laughs) please go for it title lost souls which we will also be perhaps when the show is over (laughs) what do i do where do i go what do i watch i don't know anyway um written by Karen E. Mazer and Nikki Holcomb, directed by Elise Liette Rogers, um, Frank. This episode had a good number of good bits. Let's start there, yes. shall we? The good bits. I loved Kara holding her dad's hand when they find the anchor. I just thought that was that was a nice speaking of character moments, but that was a really nice character moment. Like she's she may be supergirl, but she's not above Holding her dad's hand, yeah, and I just thought that was really touching.
1: It was really sweet, especially especially because she's just rekindling her relationship with him. It was really sweet that she that she did that. Um, I I noticed that too. That definitely caught my caught my eye as well. I I loved it. Yeah, I I also loved that we started this episode with a "My name is Kara Zorel" uh thing again. Yeah, you know,
0: I they figured, what is it, four, th- three, four episodes in there, like, you might not know what's happening, here we go. Nothing new in that intro, right, though, it was the same one? Pretty
1: much, I mean, it I, it wasn't exactly the same, as, I don't think, but, but it was nothing we hadn't seen before, for sure. Um, I like the way they used a lot of footage from, like, using... Tyler, and I guess they were doing that in sort of the, the they last were. couple of the It was the same footage that they were using yeah. previously. But it was um. it I do think it was a little bit of a different description. And I just thought it was funny. After last week when we, we noticed that she gave uh Mixley the whole the whole uh breakdown of, like, my name is Car oh, I'm from this planet, yada, yada, yada. And then after that, they actually went and put that and did, did one of those at the, at the top of this episode. I actually want to come back to
0: the... I'm glad you mentioned the intro, because I want to come back to it a little a little later on when we talk about Storytime Village. Um, okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. Uh, I loved the proto-trap. That was cool, because it was Ghostbusters, right? But what I thought was even better was the... The um, back and forth between Lena and Brainy, where he was like, just like in Ghostbusters, except that's a movie. The perfect movie. The Prototrap is real. Okay. <laughs> hey,
1: like, no, the dialogue was the best. Like, that was the I best. thought
0: that was great. That was my favorite part of the, sh- the episode. I think it was <laughs> nice. so good. It was, you know, oh, it was so fun. He was so serious about it being the perfect movie.
1: That's what I thought. The perfect movie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I love getting to see... I, was Brainy was Brainy a fan of all these things in the 31st century? Is this is this the classical music of his day? The classic uh, Greek mythology of his day is 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 what we would consider classic film, or is Maybe. he becoming a fan of these things at, as he's here in the 21st century and he's like, all right, cool. What do people here like?
0: Given that it there's a thousand year difference, I'm going to say that he's learning about them now, now in mm-hmm. the present because he's
1: missing the things he doesn't have access to Mm. in the future. Um, I, I kind of like to, I prefer to believe, and I have no evidence for it, but I prefer to believe that it's like, that it's like, uh, it's through the test of time, and there's a few, a few things like Star Trek, like, uh, uh Ghostbusters, you know, a, a few things that they've made reference to that Brainy's made reference to. I, I like to, my pet theory is that those things have made it to the future, and he's still a fan of, or people are still a fan of some of those things in the future. But it's like ancient literature or something, you know? They I look mean, at it the way we it's, do. It's uh,
0: very, po- I mean, it's possible. I mean, we still. Like I love reading Beowulf. That's the be Odyssey. That's know, what I mean. I mean this is like you know, like that's thousands of years old, and we still, we still read it, right?
1: Like, is 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 Ghostbusters their Canterbury Tales? You know what I mean? Like, is it that right. kind of thing? Um, but I, I personally, I I prefer to believe that, even though I have no reason to believe that Chaucer just rolled around its <laughs> grave, comparing the Canterbury Tales to Ghostbusters. But Bill
0: Murray, on yes, the other boy. hand, is thrilled. Yeah, I guess I'm sure he would be. Yeah. Um... So anyway, Frank, give me one of your good bits.
1: So speaking of Star Trek, I feel like the more we see the Phantom Zone, the more it, it kind of looks like a Star Trek planet with like, oh yeah, this is just sort of a set with like a backdrop, like like a like green screen backdrop, and, totally. And like the more we see of it, the more I'm getting that feeling, and I kind of love it. Like this time in particular, it was like, ooh, it's a very pretty planet with like, it's like a twilight. I mean, it's not a planet. Twi- it's it's the Phantom Zone, but it's a twilight, and it looks it looks almost if I did if I didn't think it was a prison, it would almost look pretty.
0: Yeah, it looks horrifying to me. I yeah. don't know what you find so pretty about it, but I do like that it, in a weird way, it's fun that it is a set. Like it's just yeah. to remind you, like this is a set.
1: Just that, that shot where like Nixley and and Supergirl and zor were were standing on that like cliff or precipice or whatever, looking uh, looking down on the um mm-hmm. the encampment there. Anchor, I was just yeah, yeah I was like, oh, that's kind of a pretty landscape. I mean, it's 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 rocky. But it's like it's like being in the desert or or on Mars or something. It's like mm-hmm. in, in that way. It is nice that actually that we do
0: we're spending some time in the outskirt or the outside mm. world of an of an alien place or an extra dimensional place. Cause normally I think of like when we go to Mars or anything like that, we're always like, We're in a cave, you know, yes. where everything's always in an enclosed space for the most part. So it is cool that like they're actually outside.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ish.
0: Uh, we got so, we got Noonans. Noonans. Again. I thought I thought that we haven't had Noonans in a while. I also loved
1: the Macchiato Menace. I know. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, just being back in Noonans. I'm like, oh, cool. Hey, long time no see. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, it was obviously different. A um, different than, one than we're than we're used to. But it was just <laughs> like it's like big big belly
1: burger. It's just it, kind it, of yes. nice to be yes. nice
0: to be back at Noonans.
1: Well, it had me. It had me thinking. Because I always thought of Noonans as a one-off place because we'd only ever seen the one location they always right. went to at Catco, mm-hmm. but clearly it is like a you know a chain type of thing. So there's that was the one that was in in Grand Central Station, which National City has a Grand Central Station, by the way.
0: Of course, why wouldn't it? Why right? wouldn't it? Of course, yeah, it's National City. The, yeah, obviously, they why, called it Spectacular Central Station. Why wouldn't it have so many a sta- letters? Of
1: course, why wouldn't it have you a station it. that was both central and grand? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is mediocre Central Station. Yeah, <laughs> this is fine. This this it's is fine. fine. Yeah. This is fine Central St- This is
0: fine slightly adjacent to the right station. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, another good bit, I love that the heroes are in full costume now when they're having their powwows in the tower. Like, mm-hmm. Brainy was wearing his, not just his, like, Under Armour, as you called it, but, like, his yeah. actual costume with the light-up glowing dots and everything. And, and so, yeah, at one point you actually had Dreamer sent in all the Martians, all of them except for Lena, uh, in costume, as they were just having a a, you know a, a regrouping after after what had happened and and it was they did seem to be doing what you talked about last week where they were sort of recapping after commercial like so just this is what we're doing just to remind you because there yeah. is a lot I will say there is a lot of um exposition happening in the, in the dialogue especially in the tower where they're like oh so if this is how how the the uh prime and and the progeny work then this is how blah blah, blah. like they're just sort of like talking it out and, and it is kind of helpful when they come back from commercial to be like so the point is there's a big there, there's a big phantom and a bunch of little phantoms and we're just trying not to let the little phantom charge up the big phantom I'm like cool got it thank you yep yeah, but
0: it's but sometimes it, it it is a little bit like it's a little bit like that um that iced tea joke like uh, the john mulaney joke where sure. like well, you mean to tell me that this guy, like, you know, and you're like, yes, you work in the sex crimes division, Ice-T, like, for 23 years. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Why are exactly. You still shocked by this? Yeah. Um, it's a little bit like that. Yes, you're a superhero. Are you not surprised that we have to right. save the world? Right. Um, you're right, though, about the costumes, though. Jean has, like, almost exclusively worn his his armor.
1: Yes, yeah, it's I re- true. I, re-
0: I remember David Harewood saying a while back, like when they, when CW or WB, or whatever, okayed him being in costume but not looking like the Martian Manhunter in space. Yeah, his yeah. Niece, um, I think he said like he was really going to be like I'm going to try to wear this as much as possible um, because it's a nice suit. It's probably the nicest suit on the show.
1: Yeah, I would um, say so.
0: Like they've like like it's funny like looking at his standing next to Magan, and you're like, "Oof, Magon needs an upgrade."
1: She does, like, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah, seems like everyone else lately has got one too. So it's I think it's her turn. I think it's Magan's turn. Yeah. Maybe even Dreamer.
0: I think needs an upgrade. Ooh, fair, fair. Yeah, Dreamer it's been a minute. Needs an upgrade. Yep.
1: Mm -hmm. and maybe does lena get one now i don't know
0: (laughs) i don't know because she was just like hi i'm just regular yeah i'm just just lena
1: luther hi i'm
0: just lena luther smartest person on the planet that's my superpower don't need a onesie to prove right gotcha (laughs) um was that is it do you talk first do i talk you're up next i'm next uh we're going to need a bigger gun uh, yes is a nice side reference to jaws right Mm -hmm. we're gonna need a bigger boat uh, I enjoyed that. Nobody said don't cross the streams, though. Um, even towards the end, even with Dreamer and the and the Proto Trap going at the same time, I, th- I kind of felt
1: like that was a missed opportunity. Yeah, a little bit. When you reference okay. when you reference Ghostbusters, you expect a few certain you know a few references to come up, right? And that was one of them. Yeah, but that's okay. yeah, that's okay. Whatever. That's okay. I did I did enjoy the Jaws reference anyway. Um, so at least we, we did get that. I um, I loved. So, so apparently, those d- digital life forces are a thing. You can put your you can put your life force in a crystal, and that's what the that's what we were watching those, uh, Supergirl holograms off of. I guess was that that crystal that had her life force in it, and apparently that also has your DNA in it. So Actually, it does
0: now, Frank. It does now.
1: Well, well the DNA thing, I would, I got, that didn't
0: that didn't make me raise an eyebrow. No, or me neither. Because, because I'm like, okay, well, I mean it has to read you somehow yes, yes. right it has to know it's you it's no different than like anybody picking up like sure. a kryptonian crystal and being like oh it's me obviously i'm Kal-El or sure. zorl
1: that's that's fair enough that's all well and good actually that, that wasn't even the thing that threw me for a loop it was that they were like oh we need supergirl's dna to make this thing work to be able to find her and it's like well here's this crystal this is the only thing we have that has her dna on it not her Toothbrush, or her clothes, or her hairbrush, or her, yep. you know, this 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 pot stickers wrapper, or this, you know, and just sort of, <laughs> and that there you go back that's to the great, back to the iced tea out. joke.
0: I didn't even think about that. It's, that's fun.
1: I'm like, I, I appreciate, I appreciate Alex's willingness to to part with something that means that much to her and that contains, you know, essentially her sister's essence in it. But like maybe you could have held on to that for a more for something more dire and given found the DNA on something else in, the, in her apartment. Or I don't know. I'm just saying I'm, that she didn't have like a, a used glass and a s- sink. S- right. That she like hasn't, hasn't some, touched yet. A something lipstick. Like, that. Some, like, you know, something like and maybe, you know, who? maybe maybe Kryptonians don't shed. uh uh, skin cells the way the rest of us do, or something. I don't know. I I don't think
0: they do because that's where they store the solar energy. Yeah, Frank.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway,
0: that was just no a for Kryptonians. I
1: I guess not. But she's had haircuts. We know that, so she's got to have right. hair somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That was just. Was I was like, time was of the essence. Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed like Alex went for the big dramatic thing instead of maybe the thing that would like, okay, well, we might need this later. So here's something else that has her DNA. <laughs> here's her toothbrush. Yeah, toothbrush. It probably has some of germs on. I there. got. I got to think. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. Ba-ba-ba. Was that? And you're next. You are the next one.
1: Um. I. I loved. Uh, the, one of my favorite lines was, was from Dreamer where she goes, if I were a creepy phantom, where would I keep my lair? Oh, I know the sewers. I did. <laughs> Which it's was true a, though. It was a fun line, but it was also, it was one of those moments that they were reminding us where we were and what we were doing coming back from a commercial break. And it was, uh, that's also true. And it was yep. one of the most fun ways to do that. Yeah, that was the one, it didn't, it
0: didn't, um take me out of the show yeah and so therefore it was a good job Agreed. reminding everybody of what was what was going on but now of course now that you know that to look for it
1: now you can't stop once you once it. you look for it you see it just like yeah. katie mcgrath's uh, accent once you know to look for it you, you can't help mm-hmm. but notice it um, i enjoyed mcgon's flying through the city
0: uh like i it was it, it struck me as it, as they were going through i was like this might be the longest i've seen mcgon on screen by herself true like you know like to really just like that she's she's doing her superhero thing like on her own and i thought the jean save was good the way that it was framed um i like the swoop up yes um
1: the catch and swoop um so was good i liked that i like the catch and swoop very much i thought that was that was cool and yeah we don't really get a lot there was there was a lot of sort of um there were there wasn't a ton of not a lot of fight scenes in this particular episode right but there was a lot of vfx dedicated to other to other scenes like magon flying around, mm-hmm. like the Phantom Zone, you know th- things like that, where we we got um, things that were not necessarily in the the big fight at the end of the episode. And I I like when they do that when it's spread around a little bit more. Um, I I do appreciate that uh, we can once again say never trust the fifth dimension. And it's just it's just you know you you it's know just when the way someone that it is. yeah when yep. someone from, the dimension from the fifth pops dimension pops up. <laughs> don't yep, trust them. On them and mm-hmm. also also she tricked Kara into breaking a mirror which is seven years bad luck so
0: that's true but but we'll never know the rest of that because this is the final season frank i know
1: maybe they'll fast forward seven more years and then we'll find when her bad luck ends you know
0: true maybe that would be <laughs> like a like a um wreck <laughs> exactly like yes thing. yep yep um i would like that the speaking of breaking the mirror, so that mirror that would allow you to go home, only the righteous can activate it, right? And it brings you home. Almost in a lot of ways, like the Ruby slippers from sure. from Wizard of Oz, something like that. But to double down on the Harry Potter stuff, they went right almost right for the mirror of said. We're like only those who look into the mirror and don't want anything for themselves, but for somebody else. They are the ones that get to the thing. And you're like, Yeah, all right. Cool. Cool. Mira Rivera said you're doing it, but I'm this time that. it's a portal.
1: Yeah. Cool. All right.
0: Yeah. yeah keep going, Frank. Totally, you're next.
1: Totally get that. Totally get that. Um, I thought I, I really enjoyed Alex's speech to Lena on, you know, hey, you do belong in this team. And I really thought that it was, I mean, the, the episode description that we, we read heading into this episode talks about how Lena uh, disagrees with how the team wants to go about getting Kara back. And, uh, I I sort of thought it was going to be more of a fundamental, like, no, I'm not going to join this team. And I was sort of interested to see where that goes, but I was really liking the way Alex talked her into it and said, like, look, we all bring different things to the table. Our, our, our differences are what make us a good team here. And, um, You know, that's, that's where, that's where our strengths come from. And, you know, Mm -hmm. as for you, your, your strength is uh, picking a good scotch, (laughs) which which I thought was delightful. And, and, uh, but, but really like a really good uplifting Alex scene. And she's been, we've talked a lot about how Kelly has been uplifting her a lot. And now Alex got to pay it forward with Lena
0: oh good movie pay it forward um yes. yeah good good call um to go back to Harry Potter for a second the there's the double soul dilemma that that brainy talks about where they're like oh you know you have a part of your soul still in there you're only about eighteen percent you're still eighteen percent phantom blah 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 all this stuff and I'm talking about oh they recognize each other in like two magnets they repelled each other and i'm like oh so it's like a horcrux yep it's like harry's part of voldemort's soul being in harry i get yep. you all right i it, get what you're laying down
1: they are really here. going for the harry potter thought technologies
0: here totally yeah. going they're just like all in on harry potter this season all
1: in. clearly at that writer's retreat this summer that was the, that was a required reading
0: Maybe it's, you know what I think is funny is that Kara is the one that keeps mentioning Harry Potter through the course of the show. And she's not, so she's not even around to like say the Harry Potter references that are so blatantly obvious. Um, Although I guess the mirror of ever said was totally her, but she was more concerned about staying alive. uh, True. uh, Staying alive.
1: True. True, true, true. I have one last good bit. Um, Mm -hmm. I love that at the very end when, when Dreamer realizes that there's something to this mid-veil, thing that she's been seeing this vision she's been having she yells out Cassandra uh, because in Greek mythology Cassandra is the the Trojan uh, priestess who was cursed to utter true prophecies but never to be believed and I I just love that as a like oh she's she's, she's make, making a reference and I and that, it, it was so subtle and they, they glossed right over it breezed right past it no one pointed it out or anything it was at the very end of the episode but I loved that i the, it's funny that you said the because you
0: looked up because she said cassandra and i was like is that like her suffering sappho you know like what wonder woman used to yeah, say back yeah. in the 30s and the 40s like suffering sappho um and i guess it is kind of like that but that's cool that's very that is cool it's a cool connection cause she she does utter the things that and no one no one believes her well they didn't used to now they believe her. right um you mentioned lena um uh, Alex backing Lena or like giving her a nice speech and I, I just enjoyed like their science sister's moment. you yes. know. They were like, what are you going to do? I'm going to do this. Oh, good. Did you think about this? Yeah, I'm going to do that and then this and this and this and the science stuff and not once did they like turn to the camera and being like, and that means we're going to take the big thing and the small thing. and the <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? Like on the same level and like we always like we, we sometimes we think of Alex as like super secret spy, blah, 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 but she's kind of doctor first you know so i i i very much enjoy i very much enjoyed that
1: yeah totally i i love that uh uh, even just in the last couple of weeks like when john needed her he was like i need my i need my medic i need my doctor i need alex um because that's that's what she brings to the table a a lot of things obviously but that's one of the chief things she brings to the table that that is unique to her then to the whole team really nobody else has no one else that's what i mean yeah
0: yeah so that's good stuff. Um, no Professor Comics Corner uh, this time around, but I did have one. Why was that a decision? And John was talking about like, oh, like if all the they all the phantoms get out, whatever, it's going to be a global pandemic. And I was like, really?
1: Everyone take a drink.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Your
1: acknowledgement. Huh? Yeah. Like, that was a little it was almost better when they didn't acknowledge. It It was kind of a weird way to put, to loop it in. I don't I mean, know. It it was a way
0: for me to like for like the, for the audience to understand like how serious it could sure. be, like it affects everyone.
1: And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like yeah, that's know that, that's does. a point of that's a point of reference we all have now. What what exactly how far reaching a gold, gold pandemic is. That's right. How long would you
0: say that we get um that's it that's a reference that people get before you like you know you can't use that anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, ten years. Yeah, get ten, ten, get ten, ten to, years out of that, maybe twenty. I mean, people remember things that happened, you know, twenty years. There's, you know, war in Iraq type of stuff. Like people talk about those things sure, but, as uh, common. Yeah, but I, I think,
0: but you'd have to. But there's an age that comes up that doesn't yeah, remember right, that. Right. Right. So Well I'm just saying
1: uh, for for adults, uh, you know, for a TV show aimed sure. at adults, probably ten yeah. to twenty years. Yeah, I I would
0: say ten because like if I because if if like a ten year old watched the show and or one year old watched the show in ten years probably won't hit the same way. No, of course not. Too no. young to remember. So, um, so I'd say maybe you got ten years mm. before like you go. Oh yeah, I remember what it's like to live in that. Sure, sure, you know? yeah. Um, but anyway, let's talk about Storytime Village. Okay, let's do it. So kind of late this time around. Um, the the abuse and limits of power from within and from out. There's a bit of Lena and Alex in this theme here, mostly in that Lena wants to ignore the chrysalis to save Kara from the zone, right? They want to combine Dreamer and Magon soul searching powers, blah blah blah, blah all the stuff that they were talking about in the show. Um, and when it comes down to it, Alex says, "No, we can't save Kara right now. I know you've been working on this all day, but like, you can't do that. You ha- can't save Kara right now. We have to save the world." And Lena's like, mm, I don't wanna do that.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. I wanna mm-hmm. save
0: my friend because I because I need to atone for things. And, you know, it's not which is interesting is that it's not it's not Lena doing it out of goodness. It's Lena doing it because she feels she needs something. Um she needs to atone for something. So even though like she's yes, turned to new leaf, but she's still coming to terms with like selfless acts of kindness versus just acts of kindness Right. Yeah. and so she's she's still getting something she's she's looking to get more back than she's giving um and maybe not even consciously like this totally this is a subconscious feeling uh, yeah until alex kind of confronts her with that idea where you know lena says you know like i'm not like the rest of you like you know you're heroes and i'm just me and i like you said Alex's, you know, Alex's speech, um, which I, is different than what maybe what Kara would say, but but Alex says to Lena, you know, like, Kara taught us this lesson of being selfless, basically, which I, I would think that Alex already knew that. Um, but that was, you know, um, I don't know if we can lay that strictly on Kara's so, soldiers' shoulders, not soldiers. Um, uh, but, uh... Though, because like Jean was the one that pulled Alex out of her spiral. Sure. Right. So, so some, so it's not all Kara there, but, but I like that Alex indirectly is using another lesson that Kara taught
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I I like that too. And I, I like that she's, I like that in Lena's desire to save Kara. Like, that's why Alex is like, well, even Kara would want you to do, would want you to do the selfless thing first. Like, it's, it's, and I I felt like that's why she kind of pulled in the the Kara angle. Not, not just because we all learned selflessness from Kara and that's the first person we know who invented selflessness, but more like, well, listen, even she wouldn't want you to put her first. She would want you to put the greater good first. And, and that's what they're, they're doing a whole lot of this whole season. uh, I mean, they've been doing this with, with brainy, and we'll talk about him in a second, but this theme of, like, everyone misses Kara and, and the um, inspiration that she brings... I feel like I really hope that there's like good payoff when she's back and that we are all appreciating her more when she's back.
0: I, I actually hope that like she gets back and then it's like that scene in home alone where they're like Kevin, Kevin, blah blah blah, you're all how good and then everyone just leaves. That's and he's it. just standing there alone in the house by himself. <laughs> I, I would kinda love that where he's like, Well, all right. That was uh that was it, huh?
1: Back to normal now
0: back to normal that's it so car you can take care of this right you can take care of this right you're back because so you could take care of this yeah sure go the opposite and they overwork her yeah right right yeah
1: and then alex shouts from the next room and she's like what did you do to my room that's right yeah (gasps) yeah yeah (laughs) alex's Alex's tarantula escaped what can we do
0: what can you do um oh good bit alex gets called sentinel by oh yes thought that was a good bit Mm mm-hmm liked that uh also liked the like the dreamer tunnel thing that she yeah. had that was also very cool um so there were more good bits that we left out but anyway th- that's the i like the the limits abuse of power i liked because um i i liked that because lena needs that group to say no, no, we have to do this Yes. Like, and yes. that's something you have to confront. It's not, it's ever, it's never about us. It's always mm-hmm. about somebody else. That's right. Even when they, and they all go through this. Everybody always wants them first. And then there's always somebody else to go, no, no, not now, not now, not now. And then that, that does, that will weigh down on people, but because they have all
1: they have each other, so it's okay. And they got the team. The team is there to keep each other, keep each other honest. Yeah. 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 Um,
0: let's talk about Nixley. Um, so she, off camera, obviously, hurt zor Um, I thought fairly obviously. They're like, oh, yeah, it was that other guy. He ran away. <laughs> like, okay. like, okay. Okay. Okay, Nixley. <laughs> You're just holding a knife in your yeah, hand. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like, I chased him. Yeah, someone came up to me and slashed me. She's like, yeah, he went that way. <laughs> holding, <laughs> holding bloody knife. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, does no one see what I'm seeing? What? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> okay. Oh um, Yeah. So, um, but anyway, she does all of this. She, like, stops. She almost kills Zorel, maims him instead, because she sees zor putting Kara in a ship, sending her into the Phantom Zone, but then, you know, obviously going to Earth and blah, blah, blah. She sees that as banishment, because she doesn't know what happened to Krypton. Right. Like, and so, which I also thought was interesting because we see in the mirror of Erised, um, we see Krypton when, when, um, or Ish, it could be the Fortress of Solitude.
1: I figured it was the Fortress.
0: Yeah, I thought it was Krypton at first because she was like, home. And I was like, that's crystals.
1: Yeah, I think it's the Fortress. I think it's the Fortress because even Nixley talks about how she's going to stop at Earth first before going on Wait, to the fifth but dimension if Nickley,
0: but if Nickley's, if nixley has never seen earth and that then she sees that image she's like that must be earth sure you know like you know and and nobody says anything but if it was krypton car would have been like yeah go ahead go for it. sure Nixley's that's what i
1: mean that's why that that, that said signals to me that was the fortress and yeah, that's, that's what
0: signaled it to me too. Yeah. But anyway, but I thought that it would have been interesting if it was Krypton mm. because the you know that intro is about I'm Kara Zor I'm a refugee on this planet, which to her that intro reads as it's not really my home, right? I'm I just see stuck here, and so I thought like, is there. Something that she needs to come to terms with, and what it means to be home mm. on Earth. What is ho- what is home, and stuff like that. That's kind of where I thought it might be. Um, that's kind of where I thought it might be going. Got Turns it. out, it, Got it. That it maybe wasn't. But anyway, that's where my head was. I like that though. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so Nixon kind of abuses the situation. She abuses her power to do something for Kara mm. that, like, because she m- has misread the relationship the the situation all of it and so it's just a good lesson on you know make sure you got all your facts straight yeah you know before you before you act because nixley does something obviously damaging yes you know and like they all could have been fine if nixley didn't like didn't be like oh well you know now i've got to now i've got to hurt him i gotta show you like, that's not what this is. Well, I'll take that's it...
1: Not... Can I take it a step further even? I'll take what you're, what yeah. you're saying and go even a step further with it because it, the theme, as we've been talking about, it, is abuse and limits of power from within and without, right? And mm-hmm. she was... Nixley was uh, a victim of of abuse by her father where he, he banished her to the Phantom Zone because, in her words, she wasn't worth killing. Um, but her father was clearly like a and a, a tyrant and, and something of an abusive, uh, figure. And he, um, because of what he did to her. Now she has this trauma she's carrying where she is projecting that on, on Kara and zor right. Where mm-hmm. she's like, um, she is doing it to keep Kara free of her father. And, um, she, she sees, she sees that she's like saved Kara from from zor So she's she's having trouble because she was uh, uh, someone else abused their power on her from without. Now she's having a hard time uh, uh, controlling her desire to abuse power from within uh, because of, of like the trauma that she's that she's experienced.
0: Mm, good, Frank. Good. That was a good step
1: further. Nice job.
0: Very good. Let's move on to overcoming fear, grief, pain, and anger, or in other words, the five stages of grief. Yes, um, yes. So Kara is not um, giving into the grief over absolute failure, right? Because they get that like, oh no, the mirror is broken. What do we do? And she's like, well, when I read Harry Potter. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Um, <laughs> so,
0: but instead, Zorel is like, Buh, I am sadness." Like, this yeah. is not. This is not good. And she's like, "What would mom do?" And she's like, "She would fix it." She's like, "Yeah, let's do that." And I was like, "Oh, good, good." Kara always in the face of utter disaster, inspiring others, and so always, always. Um, I like that, and I like that she puts her own grief, her own fear, her own everything aside for the sacrifice to stop Nixley from going to. Going to Earth instead, like, and potentially her death? Question
1: mark. Potentially, say. yeah. I I found a a parallel between that between Kara being okay with breaking the mirror uh, because she knew that we'll f- I'll figure I'll find another way home, and if I don't, I don't. But I I I still have to do this. Um, I love that she did that at this in the same way had the same feel from when Alex was willing to sacrifice. The uh, the crystal that had that had Kara's um, good parallel right mm-hmm. that that had Kara's life force in it. Um, it. That's that's them being sisters and them being cut from the same cloth and being like, well, we'll find another way. Like even Lena said, like, but what? How else are we going to find Kara? And Alex just said, we'll find some other way. But right now, this is more important. Kara did exactly the same thing here. We're like, well, we'll find another way to get back home, hopefully. But right now, this is what's more important: saving. Earth from from nixley is more important
0: no oh, that's good that's really good that's a parallel i didn't think of when i was watching the show so nice job you made the episode better frank hey hey um and finally with the over the five these five stages brainy is in his eating his feelings stage yes um, which was delightful and real
1: yes um it was sad and funny
0: yes mostly in that i like where where nia was like yep i've been there and i was like girl me too yeah like yeah i've all been there i've (laughs) felt that yeah and i but i like that she was like you know kara and alex have been there too and he's like
1: "Mm, they're dumpling obsession yes like it's all makes sense now but i want to know what's 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 nia's like what's her what's her obsession what's her thing that she that she goes to that's what I want to oh, see. I don't. I don't know. I'd love to see a future ice episode cream. where, like, they, yeah, whatever it is, ice cream, whatever it is, I would love to see a reference to it at some point. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Good question, Frank. That's an excellent question.
1: Um, but that and... whole, all that stuff was was actually. I thought the whole that whole storyline was, uh, very real and and whatever. But it was super funny that there was uh, there were a lot of those, of those jokes like the dumpling obsession and and all that stuff that was very very relatable. And honestly, just the image of him stuffing his face with donuts was just kind of a funny image was, i liked the um chocolate uh, um strawberry with
0: sprinkles yes. as a rare like rare a, delicacy rare, rare delicacy she's like well it is that's true
1: <laughs>
0: is it is it <laughs> yeah yeah maybe in the
1: 31st so, century
0: maybe potentially yes i can't imagine that donuts will live a thousand years but i've been you know there have been cake has been around a long time there so, you go right so who knows who knows
1: who knows? The only other thing uh, in terms of our themes, and there really wasn't one for the, we didn't have anything on, on bias journalism or anything like that. But I, I did just that to drop my memory that in that intro package in the I am cars RL. I'm a refugee on this planet. Um, we did get quick flashes of William and Andrea when she talked about Catco, which was new footage that they added to that, oh, to good, that opener. Good. So which means they'll be back,
0: baby. There you go. Yeah. Uh anything else you'd like to add? this was a, a, a light episode this as was, far as yeah,
1: go. Yeah. In and, and in terms of actual plot, yeah, this was this was this was pretty light, but I liked a lot of the character moments. I liked um the the I, I love that the sisters are the same even when they're apart, you know what I mean? Like the fact that they're both having those parallels where they both chose the harder thing of, of you know, destroying <laughs> something that was gonna lead them back to each other um making that choice um to to save other people um things like that i love seeing that and i'm excited that it looks like we're going back to midvale next week and uh and i always love those episodes so i'm looking forward to that yep it's gonna be
0: good good stuff so frank tell everybody where they can find us before we talk the trailer
1: yeah before we jump into trailer tv talk um thanks so much for listening you can find us at Uh, at supergirltvtalk.com you can find the network and all of our other shows at thoughtbubbleaudio.com you can support all of our shows at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio and you can follow us on twitter at tv supergirl email us mail at tv uh, mail at supergirltvtalk.com and support us by subscribing uh, following us on itunes apple podcasts spotify stitcher Alexa, everywhere that you find your podcasts, you will find Super Real TV Talk. So find us there, connect with us, and and let's let's chat. Always love hearing from you, getting your feedback. So send us your feedback, whether it's through Twitter, whether to the contact form on our website, email. However you do it, we love to hear from you, and always always looking for stuff for our mailbag segment. So thank you to everyone who does that. Uh, we are going to jump into trailer TV talk, and to do that, let's take a listen to the audio from the trailer for 6.05 Prom Night. If we want to bring Kara home, we have to go back in time. We're going to my past. Hey. Don't mess it up.
0: What's that?
1: All we have to worry about is not being seen. My name is Kara Zor-El. What's
0: up? Supergirl. New episode next Tuesday at 9, 8 central.
1: Well, that was the... Trailer audio for 6.05 Prom Night. We have a synopsis. Synopsis reads, The flashback to Midvale introduces a young cat, Grant. Okay, they're putting it right out there on Main Street. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nia and Brainy attempt to save Supergirl from the Phantom Zone by time-traveling back to Kara's home in 2009. While determined to secure the item needed to to help Supergirl, Brainy is worried about keeping a low profile so as not to alter the future timeline. However... When their ship crashes upon arrival, a young Cara Danvers is the first on the scene. Meanwhile, a young reporter named Cat Grant sets her sights on Midvale as she suspects there's a big story in this small town. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a
0: two-parter, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure we're we're doing two two episodes in in Midvale. Mm. Um, pretty pretty positive because that'll be. Three episodes before we switch back to Superman and Lois, um, so I think I was right. I'm, I'm pretty sure we get two episodes in the past. Kara comes back that last episode, and bam,
1: yeah, break time. I feel like I feel like you're probably onto something there. Yeah, it, it's um, it, the description gave us a lot, and and it sounds like the episode is going to give us a lot as well.
0: Yeah, the description gave us more than the trailer. Yeah, the trailer I got. Okay, we're back in time,
1: and it's Brainy and Nia
0: at Midvale, and what's up? What's up?
1: But like, the, but like, about it. The what's up? I was, I was like, oh, okay. This, I guess, this must be like the early two thousands. Then, but it's two thousand nine. car yeah, well, Kara's,
0: so. Kara's about our age. So yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it just, it, it was like a very like NSYNC, uh, slash Backstreet Boys sounding music in that trailer. And then they they emphasize the was up. So the trailer makes it sound like it's 2001 or something, but, but the description and math tells us it's 2009. So, um, I guess it's just maybe, another maybe one of those her, things. Where, um, well, I think it's just me- another one of those things where the trailer is just a little bit deceptive, you know, like, like, like they played up this episode, uh, uh, to be lost souls to be much more of a horror uh, you know, spooky kind of episode. And it really wasn't. I mean, there was some, you know, aspects to it, but it wasn't the way the trailer pr- painted it. So I'm guessing that this is exaggerated a little bit for similar reasons. What's up? was a thing starting
0: in nineteen ninety nine. That's what I
1: mean. That, that's why yeah. I, that's why the reference so, was like that feels
0: like it's out of time. Maybe maybe Nia because Nia is so much younger, maybe it's like a like I don't know <laughs>
1: it's like when this was a thing mm, and not a thing. Right, right. It's like, oh sure, yeah, like Big Band and I Love Lucy and uh, Jimi Hendrix and uh, Mary Tyler Moore show. That was all at the same time, right? Yes exactly. Yeah. Bell exactly. bottoms and and hairbands and everything it's all all the same. Yeah, you nailed it. Yep,
0: Dick Van Dyke and Jimi Hendrix. Totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: they did stuff together. Right. Same time. Yeah, you
0: got it. Yeah,
1: MC you Hammer and and Bing Crosby were sort of at the same that's time. Right. And, did you know, know that
0: Hitler and Frank Sinatra were alive at the same time?
1: Frank? That's actually true, though. I know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's your two lies and a truth. <laughs> yeah, that's, <good>. that's correct.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm done, Frank. I'm good. Yeah, I think that wraps us
1: up. Thank you, everyone. Uh, We will catch you next week to talk prom night. But until then, up, up, and away.